Big Stretch. Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And my name is Emily. And uh, not dead yet. <laughs> not not yet. <laughs> I had oh, a scare, had, but... You had a case of the man flu. I did have a case of the man flu. Um, and I was concerned that it was the, uh, the, the good old Rona. Turned out not to be. Yeah, I'm glad it was not. I'm shocked, honestly. I, I'm also honestly shocked because... People that I sit right next to in the office are all testing positive. And I'm like, okay, we're all like masks in the office is great and all, but at a certain point, I'm like reading like Omicron is super like transmissible. I'm like, what if like the one time I like did this like for a sip of coffee is like, yeah. got him. Yeah. I mean, I think their estimate was like what 10% of Seattle had Omicron last week. I don't even know. It feels like 90. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it wasn't COVID. <clears throat> Likewise. We, we need to remember there are other things going around. Yeah, I haven't been sick in a while. And so it wasn't even that bad. It's just like a really, uh, like a deep cough, headache, backache. Uh, never broke a fever. It was just kind of like that. Can you just feel it in your bones? Kind of, I'm that well for a few yeah. days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that was strange. Never enjoyable. But like I, I, outside of that, like I haven't really been sick in hardly all this in like the entirety of the last two years. Like maybe once outside of that. It's nice. It is nice. Yeah. So. It's really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> I got, um, I don't have anything like that to share. So, but I, I do have something new. Something. Oh. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, oh, oh. Wolfie Benson. That is so freaking cool. If you are just listening, I have a new amplifier, and you should look at the Instagram to see pictures. It's um, that reminds you that that reminds you of a guy that uh, I went to college with. I think his name was Trent. I want to say he was like in my dorm hall, like few ro- uh, few doors over on the other side of the hall, and mm-hmm. he just always wore like bear or wolf or like that. The, like the full front of the shirt print, 90s. Wow. And uh, that's what that amp reminds me of. It's pretty epic. Yeah. I think it's great. It's black. It's sleek. I mean, it's a unique look for a Benson. It's got white stitching, white piping. Um, and it sounds really great, most importantly. Good. Yeah. I've been playing an amp. Cranked a little bit for the first time in a very long time, and my all like, my neighbors are super stoked about it. Yeah, but also too bad for the neighbors because <laughs> I was like filming a video just like for fun with the crom, and mm-hmm. um, I was like looking at my phone to see if any. It was like six thirty at night, like a very normal and okay time, I think, to be making noise. Yeah, I'm just like looking at my phone. Like, are my na- are my neighbors like gonna come over here and tell me to shut the fuck up? Like, <laughs> yeah, possibly. No. And you know not. what you do then? You just turn it up a little louder so you can't hear them knocking at the door. It's terrible advice, but yeah, no. It feels cathartic to just say that out loud, even if I would never act. I'm sure I would be the kind of person. I'm so sorry. 
Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll turn it. I'll Don't turn egg it. my house, please. It's only at one, but I'll turn it down to 0.75. Don't steal my package if I send it to the wrong address. <laughs> I mean, they were gonna. <laughs> I don't want to believe that's the case, but how does it feel to crank an amp like that, though? Because you usually don't Scary. crank an amp at home. Scary. It feels terrifying. But does it feel like you're reunited with like a part of like your sound that you were missing out on with going with the... I mean, you've been using a lot of simulators for a while now, so... I mean, yeah. Um... Feels good to push air? It, it does. I mean, I do have another tube amp. It's a silver tone. And I love that amp, but I ultimately don't think it's as, um, well, one, the, a tube died. I just never really got around to replacing it or figuring that out. Uh, R.I.P. Well, it's, it's going to be fine. I'm going to fix it. Um, <clears throat> I just remember something else I have to do with that amp. Um, damn it. <laughs> Uh, my brain stopped working. Uh, help. Are you going to fix it? Keep oh, yeah. It? Fix it. Get rid of it? Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm going to... Throw it off the bridge? I took that thing to a few gigs, but um, the way the tubes are, the tubes are inserted sideways instead hmm. of up and down. And yeah. what that did is uh, I realized that a few times I played it, it would work sometimes, and then sometimes I think the tubes would kind of come a little dislodged, like during yep. transportation or whatever, and I would have to, like, wiggle them back in. I don't know. It just wasn't a very um, – it, it wasn't a good amp to take to gigs because it wasn't very reliable. Gotcha. Yeah, that's reasonable. So, yeah, so I kind of, like – like, this is a fun amp to have, but also it was only it – was, it was lower wattage. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like the sort of thing that could have a, a happy retirement in a studio. Yeah. Yeah. So probably just move that one around the corner. I don't know. Is that like but, the equivalent yeah. of like sending the, the family pet to the farm? It's like, oh yeah, the silver tone went to be at grandma studio. Wow. Oh. Okay. It's just gonna, there's so much room for it to run. I mean, open up. <laughs> yep. You can really open up. Won't bother the neighbors ever again. No. <laughs> well, it's dark. Is it? It's a little dark. Well, hey, I got a what's new. Oh, you do? I do. And, um. Coffee ground on my. Ta da! Oh! Andrew got some UE fits. I did get some UE fits. earbuds. I did. They're the same color. We do? Yeah, see? I thought those are... That's not gray. Oh, you got gray? Yeah, I got gray. Oh, I got purple. Oh, nice. Well, now I'm going to reassess all of the lighting in my room. But (laughs) uh, it feels good in the ears. Good. And... uh, yeah. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. That's so really that, neat. Except <clears throat> that actually showed up on time, but I ordered something else that's like, I don't want to complain about it too much because I recognize that Omicron is 
making everybody short staff it. I'm now 10 days past an original, like no later than delivery by date. Uh, something I ordered. Dude. I, I feel like, that I was supposed to get this dual monitor riser, which is basically just a shelf for my long ass desk. I was supposed to get it last Saturday. I got it this Saturday. <laughs> that was really tough. I'm going to choose to be kind because I know that everybody's being put through working in some pretty rough conditions right now. So yeah. Are you going to tell uh, us what it is? Uh, protein powder. Oh, damn. Which, Wait, so, ugh. Waiting for protein powder sucks. Well, I don't want to pay for it in store because any of the deals I could find in stores around here isn't super great. Yeah. Um, so I buy it in bulk from a cheese factory in Wisconsin near where my dad lives. And that sounds uh, like a joke, but I know it's not. It's not. No, it's real. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I ordered it like the beginning of the month. <laughs> It was supposed to be here by last Saturday. So I guess now eight days, not 10 days, but then it's going to be 10 days because they're probably, I don't know if the if FedEx, does FedEx run on Sundays? Yeah. Okay. I'll check the tracking again, but I can't imagine that they're running tomorrow either. Oh, it's probably not tomorrow. Holiday. Yeah. yeah. So I might not be getting it till Tuesday. And that was like my go-to breakfast, like for my daily breakfast. Which is kind of sad now that I think about it, but it's like utilitarian. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it's chuggable. It's quick and easy. I say that my go-to breakfast is literally a latte. (laughs) Coffee is not breakfast. It is if it has milk in it. (laughs) All right. Well, if you say so. I say that as I'm not drinking coffee at all. He's drinking an energy drink. Well, the kitchen's a wreck right now, so I didn't want to make coffee. Yeah. So, Nas it is. I think what happened with this riser, and it's honestly, it's um, it's transformed my desk. I used to have two separate risers, and they were different mm-hmm. heights and not mm-hmm. connected. And this is just like one long, sleek, beautiful riser. And yeah. my monitors are they're they are attached on the back of the desk, so they're not actually on the riser. Uh, so my interface is on there. My MIDI keyboard is underneath. I have some stuff on top. So it's a much, um, it's very sleek and beautiful and has, I'm actually kind of flabbergasted at how much space it has saved. I just thought it would look a little bit nicer, but it's actually saved some space. I'm nice. I'm, I'm happy. Good. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty I, I cool. Would- like I, 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 I ugh, words. I feel like I need to clean my office because I do. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure the only clean parts of it, and that's not even that clean, are the parts that are on camera right now. Yeah, that's that's usually how mine is. Um, I have a disaster corner over there. That's the corner of the uh, closet. I have sofa area. I don't know if I'm going to be able to maintain the sofa, like. Mm. knowing a few other things I have coming in. I have oh more amps than I've ever had in my life. The most I've ever had in my life was three. And now I have more than that. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for storage space. No. I Not- know one about a 25 minute drive from you. Oh my God. 
<laughs> he, yes, I know. That's exactly what I want. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Well, and other unoriginal boring jokes. <laughs> I'm waiting. I need to make it. I need it. No, I, I, it's not even a joke. I just need to order some things. I need to I think after we're done here, I'm going to hop on. I'm going to hop on Sweetwater on the affiliate link because yeah, says I can't out. do that. We have affiliate links in the show notes in the video description. Hooray. Go ahead and join me in my gassing endeavors. And yeah, I think I'm going to order a couple of things. What are you going to pick up? Uh, I'm going to get some EBS flats, I think. the Like the little flat patch cables. Because, you know, I've got like my main rig, which is all done, but my base rig is not done at all. And I've got some cables I could solder up and make it look neat and tidy and cut to length and all that. Is it bad that I'm be? No, I'm not even going to ask if it's bad because I know it's not. I'm just becoming less novice and I don't care if it's not perfectly clean. I At this point, I want to be able to easily make some changes yeah. to that rig, put it together. Uh, I want to be able to lay some tracks this upcoming weekend. Just reach out to my buddy. It sounds like we're going to get together this upcoming weekend for an all day. Let's uh, record some Wiggles tracks. Situation. Oh, finally, because that was part of the patreon.com slash get offset goal. Yep. So uh, that should that should hopefully be happening this upcoming weekend. And he already had COVID, so uh, it's not like that's going to get in the way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You too can support our weird endeavors at patreon.com slash get offset. And for as little as $5, you can get access to our uh, Discord server, our private Discord server. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's fun there. I recommend <laughs> it. I like it. I like it. I'm a fan. <clears throat> I'm a big old oh, fan. I, I'm going to order strings. I'm going to order strings. Cool. I'm going to order drumsticks. Mm. I need to order drumsticks. Nice. I'm trying to think. I feel like oh, I need to order headphones. It's just one of those like maintenance orders. Like I don't think like I'm not going to go on my way to like order like one little thing. If I just happen to remember. Yeah. And that, those all start to add up, especially yeah. if I don't like write it down in a sticky note somewhere saying order strings. Yeah. No, I get that. I truly do. It's going to be like a $200 order of like a whole bunch of little things. It's going to hurt. Yeah. I've been there, man. Wow. That's like every time I go grocery shopping. Oh yeah. I went to Costco yesterday. I'm like, yeah, I've got a list of like 15 things. It's going to be 150 bucks in and out. Not Costco. It was there for like an hour and a half Yeah, and was not 150 bucks. No, never is. Never but, is. Uh, I ended up walking out with, I think, my meat for the next month. That's now all bagged up and ready for sous vide and then storage yeah. for the freezer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, did I spend a lot? Sure. But am I set now and shouldn't need to do – now it's just like maintenance grocery shopping for fresh veggies. That's the goal. <laughs> Good for you. Yep. That's exciting. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for me. My tummy's happy for me. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok lately. Mm. It's been. Uh, have you watched any of my TikTok react videos? No. It is this. 
it there's some good stuff in there like there's some good tips and like there's actually some good kind of educational content there uh-huh. but there's this weird meme trend of like fake guitar tutorials where it'll just be like plucking the open strings uh-huh. and it will not be it will not track to what the actual sound that's happening is and it is enraging how many likes comments well not all obviously negative comments how many likes and views these these fake tutorials have i hate it so much i'll have to send one for you to do a reaction video too but make make like a playlist or something or like queue up a list and i will go through if people want to do that if they want me to react to tiktoks queue up a list and um i'll react to them i'll send it to you on instagram because i uh i'm old that I'm not cool enough for the TikTok, <laughs> but there's a, uh, no, there I, I, it's going to, I don't remember the guy's channel whatsoever. So it's going to, I'm going to have to doom scroll for like three hours until I finally find it. But it's this dude who like, he's got a pedal, um, that like loops out with like a couple, like a couple alligator clips. Jordan. And like, and yeah, I've, re- watched- I've reacted to a bunch of those. They're mostly fake. I know. I was like, I I made it through like eight of them. Like, oh, this is pretty cool. They finally he did one in ice. Like, wait, that's a shimmer reverb. Like, wait a minute. And I started looking the like the fuzzy background. Like, I can see that it's just a it's a it's an effect loop pedal, and the watch the cables go out in the back, and there's a pedal on top of the amp. I'm like, oh, I've been bamboozled. Oh, the pedal actually passes signal. It works. It's just editing. I think. I was so frustrated with myself as like there was one that was like um i think the mushroom was really clearly uh someone commented a rainbow machine i was like oh yeah yep but i think i I think sylvia massey did similar experiments and found that like an orange actually is a really nice natural filter one of my writers told me that Hmm. so i i choose to believe that not all of them are completely fake but i think that he's gotten a good reaction from that I, uh, I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray. <laughs> another thing I found out on TikTok is that um, people are complaining that another female fronted band is an industry plant. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, why do people think this band is an industry plant? I'm like, I'm always curious because, you know, it's. Because I am. Well, well, the thing is, Emily, like women being successful, come on. It's it's very. I know it's unlikely. Unbelievable. <laughs> but like, I says I, the guy I, so, who fell for mushroom guitar. Well, thing is, there was a band that was kind of an industry plant uh, that got big on TikTok. They were they were assembled from a bunch, a group of like writers. They were all in the same publishing company. Mm-hmm. They worked with Dr. Luke. Like they were like big writers. And then they started this fake, like DIY punk band. And uh, like that, that really was like an industry plant situation. It's like, I would, I would describe that as being like an industry plant. Yeah. Sure. Like, they're, they're depicting a story that's not really genuine. Right. It's but, theater. But I was, I was, um, like clicking on comments like why do people think this band is industry plant and they're like because they're on domino records i'm like you think they're an industry plant because they're on an indie (laughs) label 
They're on, they're, but they're one of the bigger indie labels. Well, that's like calling someone an industry plant because they're on, because they're on Sub Pop <laughs> or Merge or Matador. I'm like, what? Because they have financial backing and like they have music videos and those are expensive to make. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> what are you stupid idiots talking about? So. It was really, I have no idea if this band actually is an industry plant, but that's the reasoning. Like, I I got nothing. I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, there's there's so many layers to that that kind of hurt. <laughs> it's like, he's not a real pastor because he gets a living wage. I mean, this is a band that's existed since 2019 and they're calling them an industry plant. I'm like, that's not really how it works. It's a long haul industry plant. Yeah, I'm like no, these these are two people who have been friends for ten years, and it's they released. Well, the people are like, oh, they don't even have an album out. I'm like, neither did Lil Nas X, neither did her. Like, you don't need to have a whole album out these days to like. It's okay get to, enough hype to get look. A it's label. okay to be dedicated, but you know. Like, if a man's that dedicated, like, we don't even put, mm. like, for instance, like, Keanu Reeves spent the last 20 years aging himself for this Matrix movie. No one's questioned that. I mean, that's dedication right there. So. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> so. I'm sorry, What? It's a joke that Keanu Reeves has been aging himself for 20 years. <sighs> As if he's aged a day. Rick and I finally got to the Seinfeld series finale and it was as bad as everybody said it was. Sad. <laughs> it was like a clip show. It's like the series finale was like a clip show. Oh, God. I'm sure it was fun to film to bring back all those characters. Sure. Se- series finales are always so so tough because the the true fans don't want it to end and they're not going to be happy with pretty much any ending. Well, six feet under got it right. Did they end six feet under? I'm not going to spoil it for you. I actually don't know that I haven't heard of the show. So six feet under, I mean, it's way before your time, but it was a really good show. Yeah. Dexter ended badly both times. <laughs> I fuck up a finale that bad twice. <laughs> oh my god! Andrew's just thinking about series finales he's liked and hasn't liked. People flamed on the How I Met Your Mother series finale. I actually kind of liked it, but I didn't like. Well, it was stupid because I think people felt lied to because they were told that that wasn't how it was going to end. Me. Let's see. They pulled the good old N. Night Shyamalan. Um, Twist. Some fries, motherfucker. Um. That's from Dexter. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker, is from Dexter. Well, I said some fries. I know, but that's from. That's okay. I'm. We're getting farther away from it. <laughs> we're getting so fucking far away from it. 
We we had a topic for today, and I don't remember what it was anymore. Another thing that happened on TikTok was I did um, a, a video responding to someone um, was like, show me your Fender guitars. So I, I did like a little tour of some of my Fenders. And a couple comments just said, must be nice to be rich, to which I just responded, I'm a demo artist. Because <laughs> um, I think people just don't, did, weren't grasping that. Uh, and I think people, there are apparently a lot of things people don't grasp about guitar demos. Um, and that leads us to today's word of the day. Embargo. <laughs> Which has mm. been something I think this week. People... Is it? It's where like the French eat snails, right? That's escargo. <laughs> oh, but then when the bar goes, yes, we get really drunk. Um, where the bar goes, we go. Where the bar goes, we go bar. When the bar goes high, we get high. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Um. So it's a, that's a phrase in journalism where um, essentially you'll get like a press release or a product to review, but it will say, do not talk about this before date. Yep. Um, because they have a, a, a launch date. And that's usually, usually it's like your bond is your word. If you break an embargo, you're never going to get um, uh, another uh advanced product from a company ever again and potentially get sued yes that is that can happen if you if there's an nda involved but i think it's kind of like off the record where um if there's if you haven't signed anything i don't think it's legally binding right it's just kind of like hopeful um so (laughs) uh people don't seem to get this for demos People seem to understand it for phones. They seem to understand it for like TV shows and movie reviews. People seem to understand it for technology that gets announced for cars. People seem to get it in most industries. And I just do not understand why the guitar gear industry does not seem to understand what an embargo is. Not necessarily that they don't know what the word is, but that they don't seem to understand the process of why specifically why multiple demos launch for a product that is announced at the same time. This happens in every industry. Why are we the ones who don't get it? Uh, I mean, to be fair, people like me also don't realize that, you know, alligator clips passing through ice don't make a human resistance. People don't like feeling like they're sold to. I mean, I, I get that, but although I, I will say this, like embargoes are all fun and games and all, but we need more leaks. We need no, more leaks. No, stop. Absolutely. Don't say these things to me on I, I air. Want, but I want planned leaks. Like a company's like, all right, we're going to embargo it, but like we need just one of you to like have it out in the open in the background of one of your other videos <laughs> and then let the gear page lose their lose their minds. Oh my gosh, this happens, but then people get in trouble for it all the time. But like, so, I mean, we've also, we're getting farther away from it already. We haven't even started. Give me a drama. If people want drama, I will give them drama. I want manufactured drama. (laughs) Manufactured. Uh, You know, the thing about leaks, and we've said this before, I've said this before at least, um, when, when, 
leaked albums were an especially huge thing. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of gone away a little bit. Record labels would get kind of worried if a major release didn't get leaked because it meant no one gave a shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, God, no one's leaked this record. Is it because no one cares? Oh, no. Probably. Maybe. But when everybody's releasing their, their demo videos all at the same time, it means that they all follow got the same instructions. They all follow the rules, say for like the one or two of them, they're like, I'm going to release it. And now we're early. I'm like, oh, whoops, was it that time zone? Teehee, now I've got an extra 50% views. But, yeah, that's annoying. Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of shady, but whatever. I suppose good for them. There we go, drama. But people don't like feeling like they're lied to, which is why my response is, well, let's lie to them harder. But what's and manufacture drama? What's what's the lie of releasing demos at a specific time? It gives every one. It gives every demo artist the same chance to kind of like succeed. That's kind of nice. Now they have to pull them up by their bootstraps. This is socialism, Emily. You know the phrase "pull pull yourself up by the bootstraps" is means it's an impossible task. It's like it's yep. it's to describe an impossible task. No, I, I'm trying to, obviously I'm being snarky about it, but I'm trying to get in, in the mind of like someone who's bothered by seeing mm. all all those videos. The best thing I've got is it it kind of kills the illusion of, oh, like these are my friends and they're all doing this for fun and sharing their honest advice, which yeah. is not any less true just because they're getting paid for it. But it, it kind of it shatters that illusion of the organicness, if I could dare use a youth pastor term there. Uh, of the demo environment. So I, I kind of get it, but also like, congratulations. You are now yeah. aware of how the sausage is made a little bit more. And this industry was not built on needs. So get but over do, it. But do people feel that way about like tech reviews? Nah. No, I they, don't, I don't think so. And so no, that's, pe that's, people that's wake up and turn on their TV to watch the Apple release every like September <clears> or whatever. I mean, that's yeah. not inorganic. And then you, immediately a couple oh. days later, you see everybody's got there. We put it in a blender videos like cool. Yeah. I mean, what I, I can get, like, if you're kind of bothered because like, if, if that's the content you go to every day and that's like your entertainment and then it's like the same things on every channel, like, uh, yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> like imagine you're watching TV and it's the same thing on every channel. I'm like, I guess just try to find something else to watch, but it's it's like without fail, people get really kind of freaked out and turned off by like the marketing of it. But like that's somebody's job. Like it's usually my job. Sure. To do marketing. And um But I mean, I, I suppose that begs the question is does that mean that the marketing needs to be readjusted or do we just say too bad. We're, we're going to market. Well, it definitely gets people talking about the product. And yeah. I think like you, you don't change your marketing strategy because a couple people complain. You change your marketing strategy if it doesn't work. So it's kind of like people talk about like Acoustasonics, I think are a great example where there's a very vocal group of people who are like, I don't get it. I think they're stupid. I hate these guitars. I think they looks they, they like pancakes. Look I think they look bad and they sound bad. And yet they are a product that Fender had to like build a factory to make more. They keep coming out with new models, the player, the player series, different shapes. Like they're, 
they wouldn't be doing the this if they weren't selling well. So you, you you're not going to completely refigure or your because your your strategy or what you're doing because of a couple complainers because that's like that that's just money talks a lot louder. Sure. So. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, marketing and being informed by the, the sales team. I mean, and vice versa. It's a symbiotic relationship in, uh, in a lot of companies. Yeah. And I think should be. I think so. It's, um, yeah, I just, uh, if, if it was without fail, I mean, and I get like, for me, it's more like when, there's a big launch and then you look at all the names in there and there's just no diversity. That's, that's, that's where my bigger kind of yep. concern falls in. I'm like, well, so if you're, if you're going to spend the money on and paying for 10 different demo artists and you, and there's so much overlap with all of their audiences, why would you not diversify and grab some lesser known and or minority demo artists Yeah, who have a different chunk of, have a different chunk of audience? Yeah. Uh, just that's not hard it makes sense no it makes a lot more sense to diversify your marketing efforts because if you're going all in on the same channels and you're only reaching those people it's like saying that you only expect those people to ever be interested in your product and that's not fair i talk about this i've talked about this once or twice but i i used to do marketing for um a beer festival and Mm -hmm. uh looking at their facebook ads we noticed that they had turned off serving their ads to any women. No women. They did not advertise to women. And we are like, why aren't you advertising to women? And they're like, well, women don't buy tickets. I'm like, do you know this? Women drink beer. Women go to events. So we we did a test where we just advertised the specific, we specified the messaging to women. That ad out performed the ads targeting men because guess what women drink beer women women, and women like to go out and do things and women are often the ones who are like planning dates and stuff so like yeah they want if they want to do something nice for their boyfriend or their dad or themselves or their girlfriends yeah they're going to make the plans to go out and go to a beer festival in advance so it's and it's not just that's not to say that like Obviously, it has to it has to be women specifically, but it, it just goes to show that if you are not at least testing the waters in different audiences, you could be missing out. Oh yeah, massively. that's just that. That's a, an example of how data analytics might seem subjective, or it might seem objective at first, but is completely screwed up at the core in the way that that analysis comes out. That you have to be able to recognize that what might seem like objective data will have hidden biases in it. Mm-hmm. And you're the only person you're really hurting is yourself as a brand by not taking the effort to get into it a little bit further. And yeah. it's not like this is an overly complicated subject. It, it It's just, you just got to use your, use your melon for a little bit and think it through. <laughs> use your melon, think it through. And, you know, and or the- hire people with diverse perspectives that will see things differently than you will. And listen to them because that's sometimes the uh, the part that gets glossed over. You can hire them, but then if you're just like ignoring them, why <laughs> did you hire them? 
Do you want to feel superior to everybody else around you? Then you should hire diverse people and then gaslight them and tell them why they're wrong. And then just ignore every single thing they ever say. Works like Congratulations, you're going to die alone. (laughs) When your business fails, it's your fault. (laughs) No. It's kind of like how Fender realized that um, uh, so many new guitar buyers just uh, quit playing after a month or two. Mm -hmm. So they created Fender play to one help people learn how to play guitar and not get discouraged and quit right away. Yep. And also then to build up that brand loyalty. Great marketing. Yes. Absolutely. Really an example of data analysis and changing the way that you look at it can reveal conclusions that no one else has seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just uh, trying to make more and more expensive slash models. Yep. I just, I just, (laughs) I, it's, I can't with another, does, I I have a a serious question. Does, does, does slash even like have that much guitar equity right now? I have no idea. Uh, I mean, in what age group? Even Gen Xers. I don't know. I don't I mean, my dad knows who Slash is. I mean, he's a Gen Xer. Yeah, everybody knows who Slash is. But he's also more of a Nirvana fan and therefore has taken on the beef of the Axel uh, Kurt thing. So he, uh, but I mean, Sorry, I'm just thinking of the 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 shut up bitch story. <laughs> that's a that's a classic. Uh, if but, you don't know that story, I guess um, Axl Rose told Kurt Cobain about Courtney Love, "Shut your bitch up," <laughs> and Kurt Cobain says, "Okay," and turns around to Courtney Love and says, "Shut up, bitch." Really try. <laughs> like that's not gonna work. <laughs> yep. Well, sorry, Axl tried. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Oh, oh it's it, it's yeah. Oh my uh, god, sorry. No, I, I I don't know if I could speak to really like I'm not going to sit here and say that Slash doesn't have any, uh, but he he can't carry an entire brand by himself. No, that's just no. not possible. And I'm glad that Gibson is like seeming to branch into like younger guitarists for sure, right? Um, As they should be. Yeah, just there's still so much slash stuff. Hire someone in da- data analytics. There's there's a reason why. There's a reason why every time you download an app, it has you sign the I agree to the terms of services, and so much of it is about mining your data. Because it, okay, I'm they can get, have it. They can have. I'm gonna it. bleed into day job here for a second here. Okay. Big tech has <clears throat> been after big data for quite some time. That's how you end up with uh, looking after cloud computing and data analytics and all that from all like AWS and Azure and all that. So that is a huge part of that. And I think smaller industries would be silly not to take note of that and try to mirror that to gain the similar benefits in their own industries. Fender's done that and they've done a great job with it. I'm not saying that's necessarily feasible for like garage based, but I mean, not even then though, like it, it, there's things that you can do um, it just it take what you can and learn from that because it's one of the biggest business revolutions uh, of the millennia. Yeah. Um, so then that's just zooming out a bit and kind of more what we're talking about now, which is let's talk about embargoes. 
<laughs> You're trying it, to bring it back. You're trying to. I'm bring trying it to bring back. it back, but I mean, it's all interconnected. There, there's so many layers to this, and it all comes down to we're we're just starting at this point and going yeah. from there because it. Well, let's talk about what 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 marketing would look like without embargoes. It would essentially mean a product gets re- gets released, gets announced. And then the only immediately available demos of that product are from the brand itself. Yep. And I don't think people want that because I think people, though I do look and listen to um, those branded demos of products. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't, I still don't weigh them as, as highly as I do um, independent ones. So like, f- for example, let's, um, like guitar stuff, like I, I, like I'll read the spec sheets. I'll read the the copy on the page. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of fifty fifty on whether, like, I think the videos are, you know, what I need because normally they're they're more um, inspirational, um, aspirational kind of videos versus rundowns. Like I feel like it's kind of fifty fifty there. People are like, oh, I want it to be aspirational or I want it to be educational. It's rarely both. Um, but let's like, if I've been shopping for webcams a lot, because right now I'm using my phone hooked up to something called uh reincubate. And, uh, there are a lot of webcams out there that claim to be like 4k products and the images on the website, they all seem to be taken with like a f- actual, like DSLR camera. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So then you really have to watch the actual reviews of this product because, like, the videos, like they're they're commercials. They're not shooting the commercial on the webcam. Sure. Uh, so then you have to go and actually look at videos, YouTube, and whatever, like AB. Like this is actual footage shot on that camera, kind of thing. Um, and that's what people feel. And the people that are complaining about a, a mass release are the ones that want yeah. that kind of honesty yeah. of, okay, let's peel away the, the marketing nonsense. Yeah. And I actually want to hear from somebody that I trust. Yeah. Without embargoes, you'd have to wait weeks for that because some of these demos take weeks to film. Most people yep, don't turn around. And editing their, and- yeah. Most people don't turn around their demos in a couple of days. You have lower quality demos for yeah. sure. Because then it's, it's going to be the awkward balance of first to market or best to market. And yeah. where do you... Yeah, then you just have people rushing. So instead, you want people to have products a few weeks huh? in advance. Uh, you want people to have products a few weeks in advance so they can ostensibly learn the product, um, film, edit. Do it know. justice. Give, give honest yeah. review. Think about it. Yeah, that kind of thing. And you're not going to get that without an embargo. It's really an essential element of uh, product marketing. If you don't want to wait for your demo, which is what you would be doing otherwise. Right. And the, the amount of effort that it takes to, to put together content uh, is going to make this different than say like film reviews. Like yeah, people are like, uh, I guarantee you there's the moment that Disney plus drops an episode of book of Boba Fett right now, critics are queuing it up, watching it and writing the article as they go, taking notes and trying to crank out. But it's an, it's an opinion piece. It doesn't have to be super. I've read a couple of really bad critic reviews Yeah, that I was like, did you watch anything else that Star Wars has to offer? Cause there's context for all this, but it, yeah. it doesn't matter because they're getting yeah. their clicks. They're building their platform. It, it doesn't have to be like high quality 
content. Demos, on the other hand, completely different animal. Yeah. And so if you want to respect that people want to be able to put together some quality there, shut up. <laughs> Figure it out. Get get past it. Understand that. Yeah, that's I'm sorry if you are not interested in this particular product. Don't even maybe say you'll sorry. Be, Troll them. Where's no have no it was, a, it was a sarcastic sorry. <laughs> Very sarcastic sorry. Very Jump much. the shark. Put them in their place. <laughs> Have some fun. If we're gonna if we're gonna do this, like let's let's enjoy the moment, you know? Enjoy the moment. <laughs> just yellow that ish into 2022. I oh, yeah. I just I Oh, I forgot to change I, I I'm out of office this week and I just realized I set the dates to 2021 <laughs> for my auto reply. Better I fix that. Probably, I should check I should fix that before people okay. get back to the office this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, hopefully that's <laughs> uh, that's embarrassing for me, but hopefully that helps anybody else who might still be saying their things with 2021. But no, our, our first episode of this year, I think I put 2021 in the in the show link. Whoops. Now, uh, I, whoops. If people want to, at this point, like if people want to complain, I'm not sure they're really interested in learning about how all of this works and, or if they've, no. they know enough to complain. They, they don't, they know enough that they shouldn't be complaining that they're doing it anyways. Um, if you're not interested in this product, maybe you'll be interested in the next one. Now, I think the bigger problem really is just when there's not like a, a diversity, because if you were hitting up different enough channels, people would barely notice. And the people who did notice would literally be typing in product name. Like it's like someone did in Six of Cycle Hum, typed in product name and then felt the need to screenshot each one and then like highlight like the launch 20 hours ago, 20 hours ago, 20. Okay, like congratulations. Oh, hours. Someone released it early. <laughs> That's opposite. Opposite. Yeah. Math, math is hard. Yep. Bad, bad math. 21 hours. There we go. 21 hours ago. Yeah, you know, that's just how people roll. So, like you said, if that's what if that's what they're doing, I'm saying, they're I, not I, I'm a drummer. I'm a drummer. Counting's hard. <laughs> Man, dude. <laughs> 19 versus 20 versus 21. Which of these happened longer ago? I don't know about you, but I'm I'm feeling 22. Great job. Well, yeah, that's a, what I've got on a on the the snail guitars. The snail guitars. Yeah. Are you calling uh, them snail guitars because no, just embargo escargo? Oh, so those were the PRS Silver Sky SE. SE. That's Say PRS SE five times in a row. I dare you. No. <laughs> no, I haven't done my. It's, just a, it's a mouthful. Uh, my, my vocal exercises. Nor have I had enough, nearly enough coffee. I'm, yeah. I so am, embargoes are. I've had too are much good. coffee. I'm getting kind of jittery. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, embargoes, embargoes good. Are, they're necessary if you want timely reviews of new products as they launch. Being signed to a major label doesn't make you an industry plant. What else? Embargo's not bad. Demo artists aren't lying to you. Deal with it. Yeah. yeah. And if they lie to you, you figure it out pretty quickly and they're done. 
It, yeah, if they lie to you and you, it, it's still your fault for buying a PRS SE Silver Sky. And uh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fine guitar. I don't know. Maybe I don't, they'll, they should send me one so I can demo it. No. I, I don't have any connection to PRS. Well, hey, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go Sweetwater shopping. I'm going to go. All right online binge for a bit. Well, if you all want to go shopping together, uh, check out the affiliate links in the video description and show notes. Also check us out at patreon.com slash get offset. We also have merch like what Andrew's wearing right now, his shirt at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. Go Bengals. First, go Bengals. Uh, first playoff win in 31 years. Thank you for knocking out the Raiders. Signed sure. a depressed Chargers fan. Oh, sure. I <laughs> don't know what that has to do with anything. But, um, Uh, Until next time, thanks for watching and thanks for understanding. My name is Emily. And thanks for listening. My name is Andrew. (laughs) Bye. Bye.